Welcome to the Be More Real podcast. I am your host, Sam Altieri, and I am a former architect turned health and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am obsessed with personal development, manifestation, health healing, feminine empowerment, and self-love. My superpower is helping you conquer unwanted food, body, or sabotaging patterns that are holding you back from the life you want. Because I believe that you deserve to be confident in your skin and step into your power, in your work, in your relationships, in your life. I use my background in psychology, mind, body, nutrition, and design to help you transform your relationship with food, your body, and most importantly, yourself. I am so excited for you to be your real authentic self and step into your full potential now that you don't have any of that stuff holding you back. From one badass to another, I love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's go dive into the episode. Oh my gosh. We just discovered, are you a Sagittarius too? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) What's your birthday? the 6th of december what's yours okay. i'm november 26th okay that that is great <laughs> i mean i could totally feel that right from the get-go yes and i love we were i love like chatting with you and trying to set this up and it's like it's fine we'll do this okay like you're so flowy <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, i am like that and i'm also like really just um just really listening to my gut like whenever i'm like oh no this is a no i'm like no if this is a yes i'm like yes if this is like a no yes and i'll just say no and then yes <laughs> like that it's ridiculous <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited you're here. You guys, welcome to another episode of the Be More Real podcast. I have an incredible woman, as you can already tell based on the way that we started this podcast, (laughs) Laura Hurd. She is a mindset manifestation coach um, and she works with female entrepreneurs, right? To help them kind of get from this place of like overwhelm to feeling freedom in like their mind, body, emotionally, mentally, all the things. Um, Yeah. And I I don't even remember like how I found you, but as soon as I did, I was like, this bitch needs to be my friend. I love her. And we work with a very similar person and we do a very similar thing. And I was like, I want to bring her on. I, and then I started stalking your content and I was like, yes, 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 yes. And then I found you and reached out to you and DM'd you. And well, now we're here. amazing and like honestly that's how Instagram is working right like they're showing you similar people and they're like hey this should be your friend and you yes. are like yep, sign up for this um so that's amazing I'm so, so excited to be here Sam and I could totally feel that we're so similar to you like just from watching your stories I was like okay she's my kind of girl <laughs> I love it yes I do too I I'm feeling really um like there was there was something in your energy that was like my gut was like you need to have a conversation with her. You need to bring her on and you need to introduce her to your people. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And I love like our coordination, like Laura, you're in Bali right now. And you were just telling me about the whole like situation of you being there, but I would love to kind of start off a little bit. Maybe we can dive into like your, you have traveled a lot and uh, can you share like where you're from and like where you are now and maybe a little bit of the in-between and how you got to Bali? Yes, absolutely. I love that question because honestly, um, I don't even know when exactly it all started, but I would say like four to five years ago um, when I was, yeah, I was at university. I think I was 20 years old at that time. And 
Um, I'm from Germany, for everyone, for, for everyone who doesn't know. Um, so I'm originally from there. I lived there, grew up there, went to school there, university. Um, and then eventually, like, I realized I don't see myself here in the long run, um, especially when I started traveling, like, short trips here and there uh, to different countries. I was like, I just like the vibe of different cities, different places. Um, and I never really felt the sense of belonging there, even though it was my home country. Um, so I started traveling to Cape Town, to LA, to Bali. These were like my major three destinations. And then funny enough, I always kept going back there um, mm -hmm. until eventually I was like, well, why do I always go there? I feel so alive and so happy. And then I returned back to a place where I don't really feel like I belong. Um, and so I sold my belongings, packed my bags, yes. booked some flies, booked like um, some Airbnbs and then just went and decided to stay for good. Um, and then I, I think I traveled for like 11 months without having a proper base anymore because obviously I sold everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was exciting. And that definitely helped me grow in a lot of different ways and then helped me to release this um, attachment to safety and security. Like these are all just illusions anyways, right? So I really had to let go of the concept of oh, like it has to be a certain way for me to feel a certain way on the inside. Like the outside would always be, you know, fluid and change. And so I really befriended that during that time, especially. Um, and then, yeah, like when when um, last year happened, right? And like everyone was kind of like, oh gosh, this is so uncertain. Um, I was at my apartment. I got an apartment in Malaysia, guys. Um, and I had a contract for a year. For a year, I stayed for, I think, two months or maybe six weeks. I cannot really remember. Went to Bali for a little vacation, went back to my apartment. And then that was just when lockdown happened. So yeah. like a couple of weeks later, I was like, I, I don't really feel good here. And like in a big city, I don't, I didn't know anyone there. I had like friends uh, staying the same building, but yeah. they were in Bali at that time. So we couldn't see each other. So I was like, I'm literally freaking lonely here right now. So yeah. I booked back to Germany because that was the only place I could go to right yeah so I actually spent uh summer last year in Germany even though I never wanted that but it was exactly what I needed because that's when I met my soulmate yeah. <laughs> um in okay. Germany so I was like okay this is fucking divine because like that like what would have had to happen for me to go back to Germany yeah probably locked down yeah yeah <laughs> you just get like forced there the universe is like pushing you <laughs> totally that was totally the case so I went there spent summer there mad max um and then shortly after we were like nope not gonna stay here so we moved to santorini and then to tenerife and then to barcelona and then we got here to bali <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That's so that like, is amazing are now yeah. are you loving are you loving bali yes i love it i honestly refer to it as my soul's home because i just feel like when i'm here I'm more of myself. I'm yeah. more of like all the good qualities that I usually embody. I'm just more of that here. It's just like more expansive. So I really love being here. Um, I'm not sure if I see myself here like a long-term, long-term, like in five years time, probably not. Um, but for now, I feel like it's a good place to be in both for like, you know, my soul, but also like just work-wise, it feels very aligned. Um, it might change in the future. I'm pretty sure it will change in the future because I'm a Sagittarius. So, um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I think for now it's perfect. Um, we'll probably stay for another six months and then just see um, what happens. Maybe Tulum next. I don't know. Oh my God, that is where I want to go next. Um, okay, I have... We got a date. Yeah, I guess we're going to meet up in real life. Let's go. <laughs> 
my god I'm here for it like literally Tulum I'm so here for it yes it's been calling me for a long time and I was just actually I was gonna host a retreat there but I think I'm gonna host a retreat in 2022 there but yeah I'll see you I'll see you in Tulum <laughs> oh perfect no I'm here for that <laughs> oh my gosh that's so I fucking love hearing about women just saying like I want to go and just like sell everything and go. It is so, <laughs> literally it's so empowering. I mean, I'm in the same process of Kurt and I are going to be moving into our van in like probably a few months. And I tell you, we are living full-time van life, driving all around the States. So I'm in wow. the same process that you were in when you got up and sold everything. And the lesson, like, I feel like this keeps coming up for me and all my clients right now is letting go of this illusion of safety and security and like really being in the unknown and in the uncertainty and just creating that own safety in our body and like being able to know that like, we don't know. And that's the beautiful thing. Like if we knew it would be boring. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like life just keeps surprising us in divine ways. Like there's always something better that's waiting, even though in that moment it might not seem like it's better or it might not even seem convenient. Like I was thinking so many times, oh, this is inconvenient or this is not what I want. Like even just going to Germany last year, I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> it ended up being the best thing that would ever happen to me. Right. But like in that moment, I was just like, no, I don't want to go. Like I had so much resistance. But then I was like, you know what? Like there is a part of me telling me to go there and it doesn't make sense but I'm just going to follow that nudge and see what happens. And like, that's how magic happens. Honestly, I believe that. So um, I think for women, especially it's so like also for men, obviously, but especially for us women, because we're so often our main energies, we're so disconnected from our bodies and our intuition. I think it's so important to reconnect to that because when I did that and I used to be like a workaholic and like only my male energy, like, you know, in this same, little same. like bubble that was not healthy. When I finally um, got out of there, like, I feel like I could make decisions so much easier and in so much more alignment and just things happen, have seen things happen that were really freaking divine that would have never happened if I would have just been like, no, 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 this just makes more sense. Or like, let's stay rational. And let's just, you know, um, that sometimes it's not how we should live life. So I'm very, very grateful. Um, to to do that this way now and like I'm pretty sure it's for the same for you and your clients and like also for my clients I when I see them just making decisions like from the soul like mm -hmm. that is how we build a beautiful life so yeah. it's very very important oh I love that so much it's like I I want to chat with you about this conversation of stepping more into your feminine energy it is something that I've been really really working on myself over the past probably six to nine months um and I would love to hear like your journey in uncovering it um and really starting to embody it and like what happened as a result of it because I know that like this you know masculine and feminine energies get tossed around so much and um and it's like what they mean and and all of these things and I would love to sh I would love to just hear how it showed up for you and and the steps that you took to start to embody more of your feminine energy yeah for me honestly that's a great question and like for me my male energy like this predominant state that I had in the past was definitely a trauma response like for me it was um coming from a place of feeling unsafe in my childhood so there were a lot of dynamics um when I was younger 
that were leading me to this place of, oh, I have to show up as the caretaker. I have to show up as the person making shit happen. I have to show up as the person who's controlling everything. Um, I have to be the strong one because other people around me maybe are a little bit more soft and a little bit more, you know, like not taking care of themselves or whatever that means, right? So I was almost forced into that or I was actually naturally sliding into that because I was choosing it obviously it's always a choice but I was subconsciously choosing it so it wasn't aware of how unhealthy and unbalanced that was so I really slipped into that role from a very young age um, and I never really got out of that it actually always got worse and worse and worse as I was um, yeah getting like slightly traumatized throughout my teenage years and um, especially childhood um, and I was always operating that way that reflected back in me being like a high achiever, always getting A's at school, um, always like trying to be liked by everyone, like being a people pleaser, um, being a perfectionist, like, like all these typical mm -hmm. stereotypes, like I was totally yeah. that person. And I obviously, Same. Like, right? I was like, no, 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 this is totally normal. I'm just like yep. super highly ambitious and yeah. like, all is fine. It's totally healthy. I feel great. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine, you guys. And then like someone pokes you and you just are like, fuck everything. That, is, that was totally me. And there was, there were like so many emotions under the surface and I suppressed them. Like it was my job. It was my job at that time. Like I literally just didn't want to look at it. Um, I knew it was not normal necessarily to like be in such a like um rigid structure because I was literally so hard on myself with everything with um not just school but also like workouts and um how I looked how I talked I literally was just so obsessed with the external and like trying to keep it up and keep it all together because I had like the feeling of losing control on the inside um and in my family especially so that's where I was coming from for me but back then I didn't see it that way obviously um so very much my masculine throughout my entire life until I would say one and a half years ago um that was actually when I was in Cape Town um in January last year oh it was just last year oh my gosh dude me uh, too this was like I had the same this like my this like whatever awakening stepping into the feminine literally happened in like February of 2020 oh that is so funny <laughs> <laughs> I love that for us yeah that's what happened for me too um and um at that time like even just and I have to add that to you for full transparency until that point I obviously never had a relationship like I was single for my entire life because I never felt safe around men because I had this again this paradigm limiting belief from my childhood um because I saw the relationship of my parents and I was always like nope never gonna have that I don't want that this is fucked up it was fucked up in a way um so always 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 um had up my guards, like no emotions, like always controlling myself, like never, you know, like let, like allowing myself to um, get too emotional because when I would show emotions, obviously that would be interpreted even just by other people like oh like she's so weak whatever so I really developed this belief system in myself too like I should not show emotions, I should just have my shit together, keep it all up, um, yeah pull myself together basically and that is so unhealthy so unhealthy yeah. guys like it's literally for you like your emotional body and also like just your physical body I had so many manifestations of just suppressing my emotions like lower back pain and like tension around my neck area and my shoulders like it was real and like even just like stress in my hips like I was just so I was just so traumatized like and my emotions could just not even be processed because I was storing them 
mm-hmm. in my body. So, and I had no idea. Again, at that point, I had no idea what I was doing to myself um, by not looking at that and not working through that. Um, but yeah, so when I was in Cape Town, I just started fucking exploring my sexuality, sensuality. Um, I was starting to um, date a really nice guy back then that was just like, he was just so sweet and kind. I had never had that before with anyone. And I was like, this is how men are. Like, wait a second, this doesn't make sense to me. Cause in my, in my opinion, or like in my, you know, worldview, men were always like suppressing women and, you know, like women were the weak one and whatever. I was just like, no, like no one can do that with me. No one can fuck with me. Right. Yeah. Um, so when, when I was dating that guy, I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? That is so cool. And that allowed me to really feel a little bit more safe, um, being in my feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really, really beautiful experience. And, um, then when I left, I, I think, where did I, oh yeah, and then I went to Malaysia, and then I went to Bali, that's how it happened, and then, and then lockdown happened, great, so during that period, I was really just exploring what it means to be in touch with my body, and I started, like, you know, exploring my fucking body for the first time, which is, like, so insane, because I was, I was, what, 23, 20, mm-hmm. 24 I was 24 so that is like so insane right like so many people would be like wait you never had a relationship before that you never explored your body before that like no and it was a trauma response I didn't feel safe exploring my body I didn't feel safe like tapping into my feminine energy and like letting myself be taken care of and be soft and not have my guards up all the time like that was just totally incredible for me to um experience that for the first time and um yeah and then in summer again like I really worked through a lot of trauma and then a couple of months later I met my soulmate it's like so freaking funny how the divine timing of the universe working it's like okay now you're ready for this yeah yeah yeah. right it's like so insane to me when I'm we're gonna prepare you okay 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 we're good (laughs) yeah exactly and I was just like why why am I so late but then I'm like no I'm so glad that it took me this long because honestly, I wouldn't have met Max earlier anyway. So like, this was like pretty freaking perfect um, to like time was, it it was perfect. And like, I'm so happy too that that this happened because now obviously like I can help others who are going through the same process of being in their masculine, overworking, um, hitting burnout because I hit burnout like two years ago as well. So um, that was a lot on top of it, right? So like all these, like, I want to say beautiful challenges, they really allowed me to become who I am today so no matter what you're going through like just honor the process and no matter the discomfort that you're experiencing it's all serving a purpose and especially for um light workers healers coaches like it's so it's so important to um to go through these you know like processes of digging into our own shit and looking at our own shadow or on pain trauma acknowledging that and also like being okay with receiving help um because that is ultimately what makes us more powerful so yeah really tapping into my feminine like last year in summer especially has allowed me to just run my business a different way to deepen my relationships to especially deepen the relationship with myself and my body like literally my physical body because I never really had a connection with that it was always like oh yeah I have this body and it always like has to do things for me you know like uh, high intensity training workouts and like you know like just pushing through having enough energy to work 
12 hours per day. Like I was just so, I was just using my body, right? As a vehicle. And like, that was just so not okay. So um, I'm so, so grateful that I now like just love my body. And it gets me a little bit emotional. Like, well, I love it so much. It's like, it's like my sister, you know? It's like, yes. I love it so much. And I'm just so grateful to her for what she's doing for me on a daily basis and it's no longer this relationship of oh I'm owning her and she has to perform for me it's like no like I'm showing up for her like she's my baby you know like that is for me that was like such a big shift and like the connection to my physical body and like that was like another mini spiritual awakening for me almost to like feel more in tune um not just with my soul but also like with my body um and yeah so like honestly tapping into your feminine energy is like the best thing you can do for yourself to just feel more alive to feel more intuitive to feel more in tune and to start thriving in different areas of life because before I was always kind of thriving in my business because I was you know putting in the work but I only got so far through pushing and through you know like really being hard on myself and drilling myself almost you only get this far like without energy without magnetism without having the right mindset about it you can only get this far that's just a fact so um and it makes things easier and more enjoyable to do it in a different way and that's why i'm so so passionate about this too is because it has changed my life it's changed my quality of life it's changed um the way i feel when i wake up in the morning i'm no longer waking up feeling oh shit i have to do all these things it's like yo like I get to do the things and what I get done I get done what I don't get done I just don't get done and like that's okay too like just feeling that way in the morning the sense of calm and peace and just mm -hmm. feeling good enough no matter what the fuck is happening that is that is just so huge so um yeah I mean honestly female energy and business has been a life changer but also my relationship like if I would still be like super freaking pushy and like you know like very masculine like probably my relationship wouldn't be healthy because ultimately like no man can handle like a super fucking masculine woman without ever like you know having fights or whatever so um yeah so like really being aware of that is like a game changer I, yeah. I'm sure you could agree Sam oh my god Laura I feel like our story like it's so cool I had no idea that this was like your experience but I can relate in so many ways and like the women that I work with, like you are high achieving, if not overachieving, feeling yeah. in their masculine energy so much. And I was there, like I was working 80 hour weeks, like I was working 16 hour days and it was like never enough, never enough, always more, always more, you know, and then like go home and like do a fucking hit workout and then like fucking track my calories and like, it was like, I was just trying to control everything because there was so many things inside of me that I just, like you said, were just so out of control. Um, right. So many emotions. Yeah. And it's like, it's so powerful when we just like release. For me, that has been the most healing thing is like going into and just like going inward and just actually facing the stuff it's like it's messy and I think for for me I don't know about you but like 2020 was a messy fucking year fuck yeah it was like, <laughs> oh my god it was like I 
came out of and started recovering from like binge eating I had so much awakening around my own sexuality, my body and realizing how much of a dick I was to it. And it was actually my, my awakening journey on that was through psychedelics, actually. Like I had an experience where I just, I had that exact moment where you were talking about like moving from using your body and not respecting it to actually showing up for her and loving her. And it was like this moment for me, I just remember it so clearly looking into the mirror and seeing like years of punishment to myself. Yeah. And there's so many women in that space right now, because I think at at every point, at least once in a woman's life, they have struggled with her body. Like Mm. I've never met a woman that hasn't struggled with her body. Yeah, same, 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 same. And especially for high achievers, it's like, no, everything has to be perfect. Like my relationships, my career, my body, everything. And then obviously it's easy to be like, okay, I'm getting into this controlling state because then I feel like I have safety around the results, which like, yeah, like your your body is not always responding to that, right? Because our bodies are intuitive. So um, yeah, like we got very similar journeys then. I love it so much. That is so amazing. I would, I would love to hear too, like, what are your, what are your practices that you have in day-to-day in place to keep you in your center, like to keep you feeling in your like good vibe and your good energy and like maybe practices you with your clients or ones that you really love, like, would you be open to sharing what those are? yes honestly the biggest thing for me has been getting out of my head right Mm -hmm. the rational part of me that is very like still very predominant but just like slowing that down and getting into my body when I drop into my body when I start feeling myself and not just thinking 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 um that's when I truly feel like I can start nourishing myself because I I can get in touch with my needs and communicate with my body and see what she needs does she need rest does she need um hydration does she need movement does she need um any specific kind of food like even just like eating the way I've been starting to eat now is just so fucking beautiful and so um in alignment with who I am because I used to just yeah as you said like track calories just always like eat what makes sense to stay healthy like these kind of things it's just like it's so out of touch with what your body actually wants and needs from you um so these are like major major practices are just like breath work really deep belly breath um but also honestly dancing getting into my body fucking dancing it out blasting some music I'm loving that um but also like calmer things just like journaling and really getting in touch with my emotions through stream of consciousness I'm sure you've heard of that too is literally just getting all the shit out of your head like you have so many thoughts throughout the day and for me like I am someone I have a lot of different thoughts and my brain can easily be like oh wait what about this and then like something completely different pops over there like my, my brain is just like a fucking wild like like a yes. monkey mind right like the typical monkey mind that's totally my brain I don't I don't know if that's a Sagittarius thing or if that's just no. you, like you know what your human design is huh do you know what your human design is yes I'm a generator okay Maybe I, generator? I I'm a manifesting know. generator but You're I my- feel like they're manifesting generators and generators are there's a lot going on in here. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense because that's totally me. So I really have to like manage all of that. And yeah. honestly, like writing things down when they come up, that yeah. gives me so much inner peace, like writing things Thanks. down because 
I'm easily someone who's like getting creative ideas or downloads. Like I'm very connected to the universe in that way. So I always have to write it down. Otherwise I'll forget it. Um, but yeah, some other practices, honestly, time in nature, like that's so perfect here in Bali. Like I could literally just sit by the pool and just like plug air, um, AirPods in so I don't hear a lot and just like sit there and just like be in nature and fucking lay there, soak in the sunshine. Like for me, these are like simple things that are so nourishing. It doesn't even have to be like a fancy bath or, I mean, you can take a bath too, obviously, but it doesn't always have to be something that you're putting a shit ton of effort in. Like sometimes literally just lighting a candle, sitting there with your journal um and just really like self-massaging getting into your body like touching yourself like honestly touching your own body <laughs> is like so beautiful and, like most women don't even dare to do that because they're like no like my partner is touching me or like whoever or, like no one is touching me whatever um but like for me like touch has been like a huge one to get connected with myself because I never touch myself like again as I said before last year I would never even like really care about my body or um think about it or whatever so like really just being essential with myself has been super super transformational um but I guess yeah movement is just huge because when you're getting into your body and you're like also when you're moving you're very present and when you're present, that's when you, um, yeah, kind of can let go of the worry, let go of the fear, the overthinking. So like movement for me is absolute medicine. And um, yeah, I think these are like the major ones. It's just like stillness, laying down the sun, letting the sun nourish you, self-touch, movement. Um, honestly, just watching a candle burn is so meditative, journaling, I got so many good journaling prompts that I give out to my clients, like I have a shit on worksheets, and I'm doing them myself, like this is my go-to, it's just like doing them myself, yes. um, I mean, probably really, like we have to be our own best clients, so if we're not doing the work, if we're not showing up for ourselves, if we're not getting into reflection mode, if we're not getting into receiving mode, like, mm -hmm. And we cannot run our businesses in an efficient, effective way because um, when we then sit down to do the work, we're not feeling focused or nourished or, you know, like even just energized enough. Um, what I've really realized is that I had a lot of energy drainers that I wasn't even aware of before. And now that I'm like prioritizing myself, it's like I have so much more energy. Like when I actually show up, I have, I get so much more done even, right? So um, that's how you can also just like limit your working hours. It's like nourishing yourself in such a way that when you show up for business, you're just like, it's just flowing through you. You don't have to push yourself anymore. You don't have to force things because it's just like so natural because you're so connected with yourself and just so um in flow like that's what I love about showing up for ourselves as coaches is that um we have so much more to give we have so much more to give when we have boundaries and when we um put ourselves first because that is our main job is when we show up fully for ourselves there is so much to give to others so mm -hmm. and that is very feminine in my opinion because it's self-nurture right yes Oh, yes. I have been, I just made a piece of content, but I'm just going to share it because it's so relevant to what you just said. Body before business. Bitches. <laughs> like, truly, when, I mean, I'm sure you can relate. Anytime I don't do that, it's like everything goes to shit. Shit, um, yes. What the fuck did I do today? Nothing. True. It's like uh, everything's hard. So true. Yeah, it's not flowing because you, again, you're out of touch, you're out of flow, you're out of alignment. And when we are out of alignment, what should flow through us? Like there's no creative, juicy force behind it. And I actually read somewhere like that was half a year ago 
that um, our sexual force and our creative energy, like all of that is just coming through self-nurture because we are tapping into our feminine energy. Like we're so powerful as chemos, right? Like we're, we're literally fucking divine and we're, we're <clears throat> not nothing against men, but it's so much easier for us to access divine downloads and to get in touch with the universe and to manifest faster. Cause like the feminine energy is all about receiving. And we, we are like fucking master manifestors, like naturally. But when we're cut off from that due to living in this like um, rigid structure, like being too much now male, like we're literally repelling. That's what I'm teaching my clients because they're very similar to yours, as I said earlier, high yeah. achievers, um, wanting to have success through hustle, like literally believing that this is the only way they can achieve success. Like this is the main paradigm. It's funny, that's actually something I put into the masterclass I'm hosting. It's like I had a slide where it says, you believe, and that's like a problem, you believe that you can only achieve success through that and there's no other way. You don't believe in magnetism. You don't believe in alignment. You think it's working for others, but not for you. And I was totally there. I was that person being like, oh yeah, like I see these amazing like feminine energy coaches who are having 50K launch launches or like 100K launches. Um, and they can have that because, yeah, they have like a bigger personal brand or whatever. Like I, I literally made excuses for them, but the only difference was they were accessing their feminine energy, their magnetic energy. Mm -hmm. And I was not because I was believing, no, I have to work hard. I have to punish myself. I have to make up for not being worthy enough already. Like these kind of paradigms, it's like so, it's like self-sabotage next level. Um, so <laughs> it literally is self-sabotage, right? Like I was punishing myself on purpose. I was like, I'm not good enough anyways like I have to suffer in order to succeed yep. like that was the predominant paradigm for me so when I shifted that because I was eventually and that's funny too that was a major turning point was just eventually I was so sick of it of hustling of pushing of feeling burned out and exhausted and overwhelmed all the time that mm. I was like you know what fuck it like I got nothing to lose and everything to gain I'm just gonna try this surrender flowy receiving thing and just see what happens <laughs> and that week I made more than an entire month before so I was like okay like what what the fuck is happening here this yeah. doesn't even sense to me and like that was the thing it didn't make sense to me before I was like wait I'm not putting in work and I'm receiving like how does that make sense yeah. well I've been putting in years and years and years of work before that and yeah. that was working for me and now I just aligned my energy and like switched it right but like for me that was just so out of this world um but when I started doing that again last year has been a huge turning point I was just like, okay, everything is accelerating my business, my relationships, my health. I recovered from adrenal fatigue. Like everything just suddenly started aligning when I hit this point of, I'm so sick of this. I'm just going to try it and see what happens when I do things differently. And like, if you are at this point right now, if you're listening and you're like, I'm sick of this, just fucking switch it. See what happens for a week. I told myself I'm going to chill for a week, be aligned for a week, put myself first for a week. What's the worst thing that can happen is like, I'm not moving forward my business for a week. Okay. Well, so what? So I did it and actually everything accelerated. Um, and that's when I started like integrating all these practices and embodying what I embodied during that one week and made it my new lifestyle, my new go-to, my new identity. And like, that is how everything started shifting like long-term. And it's funny because when you switch one thing, everything else aligns. You can probably relate to that, right? Like you're switching uh -huh. like something in one area and then you see success there. You translate it into all areas, like your health, relationships, business, and just suddenly boom, like you're living your best life. And it's like, okay, yeah. this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, 
it's like the thing that like the analogy I think about because like that story is so fucking powerful is like it's almost like the life that people have when they go on vacation it's like taking that and actually making that your actual fucking life like don't wait till you go on vacation to live your best life live your best life right now but there's such a big cliff and edge of surrender required because we're in this old paradigm like you said of uh poor uh like force push trying doing like controlling over like thinking about all the like logically how am I going to figure it out ah right like we're so heady we're so in that logical mind and then when we're just like fuck it fuck it fuck it like for me that was the moment of like I was like fuck I'm so like enough is enough that was my phrase I was like I can't do this anymore I get it I surrender like it was this like moment of like Jesus take the wheel (laughs) like that is it and also like that is feminine because you let the universe fucking support you like I was like no I don't want support I'm a big girl I'm taking care of myself I am controlling everything. I got this. Like, I, I didn't even want help from like, exter- like from the external. I had a hard time bringing team members on. I had a hard time letting yeah. my boyfriend eventually support me. And then like, once I started like receiving help and I was like, yeah, this is fucking dope. This feels so good to be taken care of as well and to receive and be open to that and not feel guilty about it. Because for me, for the longest time when I would receive, I would feel so guilty. I was like, why yeah. would I get this? Like, like, right? I was just literally questioning why would people be nice to me and help me? Because my um my childhood, I got bullied. So um I always had this paradigm of like, why would people be nice to me? Like that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But especially for no reason without like getting anything back in return or something. So um that was like a massive, massive um shift for me too, was like letting myself be supported and just be my hair um and be open to like li- guys like literally I don't know what I'm doing with my hair right now <laughs> oh my god you have seen mine earlier it was like straight up like afro I'm like all right we're good we're, good. we're, we're starting ourselves for each other <laughs> no, but honestly, like, letting yourself be supported like that oh my word like it changes everything and you have again like you have so much more to give because when you let other people support you in certain areas of your life like my boyfriend, he does my graphics on Instagram and um, my team members support me so beautifully. Like I, I couldn't do what I do in a daily for my clients and like give them the support, like this high touch support they get without having support in my, like in my business. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and also like in my personal life. Um, so it's so, so important to be open to the idea of receiving um, and receiving and feeling like not feeling guilty about it because I, I can see that my clients a lot is like oh when I rest I feel guilty when I receive I feel guilty um, when other people support me I feel guilty like this constant like feeling of shame and guilt is so ingrained in women um, and we really have to like break that chain like break that um, yeah this like past trauma like maybe from our ancestors like it's such a long lineage right like for us women we we really have to be the ones breaking that pattern almost um and yeah creating a new paradigm for ourselves maybe if we want children for our children and just bringing that out into the world like as women 
we deserve to be supported, we deserve to receive, and we do not have to operate in the same way as men, especially with our cycles. Like we're not designed to be fully on 28 days or like 30 days per month. Maybe men can do that, but for us women, we have at least five to seven days per month where we have to slow down. We have to go inwards. We have to um, nurture ourselves, you know, a little womb cave, whatever, right? Like just show up for ourselves really. And um, during those times now that I'm aware of like how I'm feeling and how I can operate when I'm, for example, on my moon, um, I have scheduled in a way where I work a lot less on those days, um, which is usually five to seven days per week, um, per month, sorry. Um, so like that is so, so helpful too, is to like really be in tune with your body and what it's capable of doing uh, um, during certain seasons. And like, that's obviously a reoccurring thing for women. So we wanna be um, aware of that like every single month. And that's been making a huge, huge difference as well. Cause then I just get more done in the other three weeks and like fully slow down during that one week. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Laura. I feel like it's it's so beautiful how, number one, how we got connected and how everything just fell into place. Yeah, the timing of your story, like you met Max, how everything just fell into place. Like divine timing is the theme here. It's like and divine timing comes from being in alignment, which is really embodying this feminine energy. Like, and it's so, I think as a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist, overthinker, overachiever, it's, it's that like moment of like deciding that you don't want to live the way that you've been living anymore or like you actually just can't do it anymore you know for for people that are listening that are in this place and they like want to go to the other side they're like I see the light side <laughs> what is like what would be like a recommendation or I'm curious to kind of hear how you guide your clients like what's the first thing that you have them do to be able to actually take action or not um, with the feminine side and, and really stepping into that surrender. Mm, yeah, the first thing is obviously shifting those old paradigms. It's like when you still hold on to the belief system, oh, I can only achieve success. I can only achieve like, you know, fulfillment in my business and my career when I do, when I show up, when I push, when I make things happen 24 seven, like when you still believe, live in alignment with this old paradigm, you will not feel safe mm. to suddenly slow down. Like you can force yourself, but it doesn't, it only works until a certain point. Eventually you will slip into your old identity because you haven't shifted the paradigms. You have to start on the belief level where you're literally starting to believe new, um, new things and then you automatically start feeling safe in your body doing and like when I and I can say from my own experience like when I first started slowing down I felt fucking anxious and I even had a client say to me the other day when I slow down when I rest um I feel like I'm not really fully off still I still feel like I'm in this anxious um awkward in between space between working and not working and it feels super uncomfortable so I told her we have to work on the paradigm of what it means and what's going to happen when you're resting when you're not working when you're not doing um 
And so like really shifting that into a belief of, wow, like rest is so productive. Like for me, that's been a massive paradigm shift is acknowledging rest is productive. Like that was the first thing for me. It was rest is for losers. I can rest when I'm dead, like whatever. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, paradigms, like literally yes. so like society really puts that into your brain and messes with it in a way where you start fucking believing it. So we really looked at her old paradigms and uncovered where that fear um, and that guilt and that shame, but especially the fear um, was coming from, right? Of like, when when she's not working, she's not gonna achieve success and it makes her feel unsafe because then she doesn't feel financially stable or she feels unworthy or whatever it is. So uncovering that mastering your mentality is the very first step. Then obviously step two, and it's funny because like this is literally the framework I'm teaching in my master class, but I can share it with you guys oh, as well. Fine. The second step is mastering your resources. When you are maximizing everything you got, so your energy, your attention, your focus, like literally guys, like your attention and focus are so underrated resources. Like people, mm-hmm. this is like so expensive when you're constantly, constantly getting distracted, sidetracked, when you're multitasking, like that is so expensive because it's literally costing you flow state, which is the state in which you can create absolute fucking magic. Like most people never really tap into that because they're constantly on their phones, like getting notifications. Like I literally do not get notifications on my phone. Like I just don't. Um, I I did that like two or three years ago, changed the way I'm working. Like Mm -hmm. honestly, can highly recommend that. Um, So you really want to maximize your energy. You want to see what are my peak times throughout the day when I have maximum energy and do your most important tasks during those peak times. Like that alone will move the needle for you and you will work so much less. Like I went from working 40 and 16 hours per day to on Sundays fucking four hours (laughs) Um, because I'm really just maximizing my energy and my time and my attention and focus and guys like these are so much more important than money like money is just flowing it's a limitless infinite resource your time is not infinite your energy is not infinite your focus and attention are so scarce because there's constantly people and devices wanting your attention so this is the second step the third step is really doing the fucking healing work and that's what we talked about earlier is like doing the shadow work um befriending your ego looking at your trauma acknowledging your trauma like i was always in my ego i was always like no i don't got like i don't have trauma like i'm fine like i'm me too as you said right like it's like no it was fine it was fine (laughs) like telling ourselves telling ourselves as women man up be strong, like don't show emotions, you got this, push through. It's like, it's so rude how we're like our self-taught, like literally checking in on that um, is huge because you will see how unkindly you tend to speak to yourself because I've totally been there. I've been like, not my biggest cheerleader. I've not been um, being compassionate with myself. So check in on that, heal that old trauma, clear all the shit, get it out of your system, out of your emotional body. Um, And then also, yeah, like honestly, when you're getting it out of your emotional body, because you're healing that, your physical body will start softening. Like for me, back pain and like my shoulders, it got so much better since I started started doing the healing work. Crazy, huh? Yes, I actually just you just made me realize that my I've had upper back pain and like an ache for I feels like my entire life mm-hmm. and it's only been in the past like three months that I've started to see it dissipate 
Here we fucking go, girl. Crazy. It's like, I've got, I went, you know, you do all the massages, you do all the, I'm like, this is fucking deeper than a massage. I knew that it was, but you just, you saying that made me realize, oh my God, I don't have back pain. <laughs> yeah, so, that is huge. Yeah. That is so, so huge. Oh. I honestly had that chew in my shoulders always. Mm-hmm. Um, in my neck, like literally I always, and I actually said to Max, like before I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. Like I was the caretaker. I was the one making sure it happened. It made sense that my shoulders were super fucking tense. Oh, and like literally rock, like literally my, my, my massage lady, like a year and a half ago, she always said like, it feels like you have stone. And like, that's always what she said to me. It was like, oh, oh that's dumb. It's just like me being a little bit stressed. Like that's what I said to her. I was like a little bit stressed. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but anyway, so step number three, again, like healing that old trauma, clearing all the shit, um, getting into your body again. And then the fourth step, and like, that is where the magic happens. But again, like all these other steps you cannot do without doing the first, like, right. If you master your mentality, if you're really shifting old paradigms and you're feeling that the new paradigms are true, you're not just telling yourself, Oh, I'm actually worthy. Oh, I'm actually fine. Oh, I actually feel connected to my family. Like you just, you're not supposed to just tell yourself those things and lie to yourself because your body will respond. Your body will tell you, um, if this, if this belief actually feels true or not um for me when I say something and it feels true I get chills for instance so that's when I know yo like I'm embodying that like that feels so true for me um so um and then the fourth step is embodying your feminine energy tapping into that and really just um sorry so I literally have to drink water is literally embodying your feminine energy and shifting and this is the most magical part shifting on an identity level you Mm want to shift your identity you no longer want to operate in this belief system but also like again like the um physical sensations in your body that's part of your identity too it's like really shifting your identity to that next level version of you who can have success, but also play, who can have healthy relationships, but also thrive in their careers. Like you embody that next level version of you who has it all. Because I always told myself, well, something's got to give. Like I cannot be fulfilled, content, happy, healthy, thriving, in love, successful, abundant. Like I cannot be all of those things. Something has to go. Like I have to like at least one of those areas of life. Like right when you're familiar with the wheel of life, mm-hmm. I was like, well, there has to be at least one area that's probably some somewhere below five, like somewhere below average because I cannot thrive in all areas. Like how is that possible? But you can give yourself permission to to thrive in all areas and that only happens when you embody a new identity sorry guys about my constant (laughs) i literally haven't been drinking enough today but it's only 8 a.m so early early and you've been in flow and like i don't expect anything else so (laughs) so this is like where the magic happens is shifting on an identity level and then again especially as a high achiever recovering perfectionist all those things tapping into your feminine energy and fully using that to your advantage like this is the four-step framework that i've been developing for myself that i'm teaching all of my clients and i'm teaching in my upcoming master class like this is the shiz that got me from like literally feeling burned out and exo- exhausted 24 7 having adrenal fatigue um 
being also like almost like a victim who's like always so have to push myself like poor me um over to like feeling fucking thriving in all areas of life and it doesn't mean that i'm never struggling it doesn't mean that i never face challenges or that i never have to navigate obstacles um because we certainly had like literally just with like all the moving here and um in bali like that's been somewhat challenging but when you are in flow, when you are aligned, when you're centered, then it's so much easier to navigate that. And um, that's ultimately, ultimately what it is about is really you um, showing up as your best self and having access to your feminine, managing your resources, mastering your mentality, having healed a lot of shit and still continuing to heal because that is a never ending process. Um, like these things just matter so, so much. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. And that's why I'm so grateful for you, Sam, to let me come on and like share this because like this has changed my life. Like this has fucking changed my life. And I want for every single woman out there to just experience the same thing because it's magical what happens when you master that. So um, like when you master these four steps, you're onto something. You're onto something. Oh, you just like put so much beautiful language into all the things that I have been experiencing. And I know that my clients and listeners are just going to get so much fucking value out of like I'm so happy that we made this happen and I I'm like also I'm so excited to connect with you more in the future meet you in Tulum hang out because I it's just it's so cool how we were both navigating this path very similarly and then ended up kind of on the flip side of it's like you know, I, I've been very much in this place of like, my mantra lately has been like making money gets to be fun. Like the more fun I have, the more money I make. And it's true. It's fucking true. It's so true. Like I got a message from my bookkeeper just before we were about to podcast. And she was like, Hey Sam. And she like sent me over my, um, cash sales for the month. And I was like, yo I didn't even try what the fuck this is almost my salary in my nine to five and yeah. it's like just like you said it is when it feels safe to just be us that is where the fucking magic happens yeah when like, you feel safe, right like that's huge when you're feeling like yo like this is totally my new way of being like that's natural to me that's yeah. that's just who I am again identity yeah. shift Yes, yes. And I think there's such a powerful um, lesson in like, because I think our biggest fear is like the fear of judgment, fear of rejection. And when we just love and accept ourselves, when we know ourselves on a soul level, when we are like, I love every part of me, like, it doesn't matter if we get rejected, it will come up, of course, and we will identify the trigger and all the things. But like, we know deep in our hearts that we are enough and that we are worthy and that we get to have whatever we want. And it's like that, there's nothing, like no one can take that from us. Yeah. Like that's our power. That's so true. And it starts with us not rejecting ourselves. Like, honestly, I can speak for myself and that's probably also been similar for you um, and for our clients. Like when you reject yourself, the likelihood of other people rejecting you, not accepting you, not appreciating you are very, very high. But if you are so in your power, so connected with yourself, loving the heck out of yourself, um, showing up unconditionally and vulnerably, 
that is when people start getting fucking magnetized to you when they're attracted to you when they are like celebrating you like for me that's been the biggest one it's just been like me celebrating myself every single day even on my bad days I'm like I'm still so fucking enough I was so unproductive today but I'm still so fucking enough like even on those days like that is when you're just like okay like I'm owning myself I'm onto something um and that is when you are constantly in this vibration of receiving, no matter if you have a low day, because I got the question the other day, how do I um, manage to receive and still be magnetic when I'm stressed or whatever? I'm like, as long as you feel your infinite worthiness of receiving, it's okay that you have a bad day. It's okay that maybe you're tired or sluggish or whatever like when you and but the only thing that truly matters is your response are you going to still push through and have three cups of coffee or are you going to take a rest and let yourself be and show up for yourself and your needs and then just get back up after you've nourished yourself like there's such a massive difference um and we have to shift the paradigm of the more i work or the more i push through the more i achieve or the more i'm worthy like that's very Mm -hmm. dangerous too so um, I think we fucking nailed this, Sam, and I'm so excited for no. all the women. <laughs> Credits to us. <laughs> Where the shit, you guys, if you haven't heard. <laughs> Honestly, that is my mood, though. <laughs> Same. I'm like, yo, if you don't love us, why are you here? <laughs> then hop off this podcast if you're not celebrating us no honestly i want this to be like a subconscious permission slip for everyone listening you should think the same about yourself because you are so worthy of that you are so worthy of celebrating the fuck out of yourself like honestly i have such high self-esteem now uh and that has made all the difference in my leadership and my ability to coach and my ability to hold space in my relationships mm. um, but especially in the relationship with myself like i'm a fucking authority to my subconscious and i'm sure it's the same for you when you're mastering yourself like that it's like you can take over the world so yeah. i want every woman to li- like listening right now to take over the world and to live life according to their own rules because that's what we're here for that's why we sign up for life fuck yeah oh there's so much power in freedom. Like freedom is like the word. Like it's like my I like love freedom. It's my core value in every part of my life. Oh my like, god, freedom! It is for you too. I love it. No bra, no pants, no nothing. As naked as possible, <laughs> as close to the earth as possible. Like just freedom. And I think I genuinely just feel like when women discover that they can have this type of freedom that we aren't just fucking unicorns and we're not the only two people that are experiencing this it's like i can have that too oh hell yeah you can babe let's go let's go it's just about unlearning it's about it's about shifting like you said and it's i i love that you so powerfully laid it like i know that's for your master class but i love just hearing the steps i think it's really helpful for the logical mind of us it's like okay there's steps let's follow these steps Great. Oh, like it's also powerful because you want to make sure that they build onto the other like you can't have step three or step four if you haven't mastered one and two right like it's like you have to start with your belief system like you have to start there because that's how safe you feel like that will ultimately predict how your body is responding so you will you will always make sure to yeah be a fucking authority to your subconscious like i'm saying that all the time but it's so true when yeah. you are mastering your subconscious because your subconscious is in the driver's seat 
all the time whether you realize it or not like I, I never wanted to realize I was like no 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 like when I'm conscious like I'm in control it's like no your subconscious is in control mm-hmm. all the time so really um befriending your subconscious but befriending your ego and by shifting those paradigms like you're just like fucking wired for success and fulfillment in all areas of life and that's how you accelerate your business align your life like you're on a fucking roll yeah that's just it ladies and gents we now have the success keys to life so uh what else is here (laughs) congrats (laughs) you guys made it Oh, fuck yes. This has been such an awesome convo. I'm so happy that we were able to make this happen, even though you guys, we are 12 hours apart time difference. This was fucking a circus act and we did it. So if we can do this. You can get out of the masculine energy, clusterfuck, hustle harder culture. Sure. <laughs> and we believe in you. Totally. Yeah, we're here to cheer you on. Um, honestly, when you're listening to this, tag us, tell us what you've learned, what you're implementing, because we want you to go out and do something with us. Like, don't just listen to this, be like, oh, the girls are so funny um, or whatever. Like, literally, do, do, do it. Do, go it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura, I'll put your handle in the um, bio, the show notes, so you guys can follow her. But it's Laura.herd, right? Yes, it's Laura.herd. Heard H E R D E. Correct. (laughs) And if you guys don't get that, then just go check out the show notes. Um, But thank you so much, Laura, for being here and for sharing your magic and your wisdom and your journey with us. I already am like, I'm like, ah, friends. I'm excited to meet you in real life. I have a feeling it will happen. Yes, honestly, like it's only like we're probably going to Tulum like end of this year, maybe for New Year's. So like, oh, stop it. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't literally, ask me. Just go there. <laughs> I'm gonna call Kurt, and he's gonna be like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> like, we're taking the van. We're driving to Tulum. <laughs> Please do it. Honestly, it's gonna be so so nice there. I think um, a lot of like entrepreneurial people are there right now, so I think it's a good spot to be in. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited too. Well, thank you so much for your time. Love you, girl. And I hope you have a magical weekend. And you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, for spending time with us. I know that it is valuable. I know that you could be listening to so many other podcasts, but I so, so, so appreciate you listening to ours. So love you guys. Love you, Laura. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.